Evening, Dan. Hey, mate. How are we doing? Not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. What's been happening? Not much, really. Just cousin came through earlier in the day, about three o'clock, and got to spend a bit of time with them as they were heading over to Lake Entrance. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really good. I hadn't seen them since March, so quite a while between visits, obviously because of the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, but um, no, that was good. And get to see them before Christmas as the next week's getting pretty hectic, obviously, leading up to Christmas Day on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course, everything's going to get a bit hectic. Yeah. The streets of Warrigal look like Chadston about times a thousand at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. can't imagine what Christmas Eve's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a bit hectic. That's yeah. that's right. It is what it is. Yeah. So, how's the shoulder? Firstly, because yeah, that no, it's, sounds good. It's, it's better than it was yesterday. It's still not awesome. Um, just one of those one of those things, mate. Just, uh... Okay. So do you know how at all you did it, Dan? Like, did well, you? In... Yeah, so I, I injured it um, three years ago when I was boxing. Um, oh, yeah. And I never really took care of it. And then yesterday I was boxing. Oh, it was giving me grief on, I was sparring on Monday. And it was giving me a little bit of grief then. So I sort of left it. And then I, I threw a punch yesterday and the shoulder just sort of buckled. Oh, ouch. So yeah, you obviously awesome. no, I can imagine. So you went to the doctors today. That was the case, wasn't it? Yeah. So I went to the doctors. Um, he's just like, yeah, look, uh, you can get a scan and stuff if you want, but it's not like there's a huge amount that we can do. No. Um, he's got to rehab it and actually take care of it this time too. Instead. Yeah, because shoulders can be a pain to you know, get back to normal, like back injuries, they take forever to heal. Yeah, exactly. It's not as bad as the first time I did it a few years ago. Like I couldn't even get changed when I did that. That was, okay. yeah, that was next level. But it's not <laughs> but, so bad uh, now. Yeah, well, that's good because I don't want you in pain because that wouldn't be too good. No, no, not a fun time at all. No. I um, for years. Yeah, New Year's, which is what? 11 days away or something. It's ridiculous. And um, I've put on the um, event page a a smart-ass comment. I said something like, I'll be the last there because I'm not getting to your place at like 8 o'clock because I've got to work till 5. And then (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, but then I'm thinking, well, I'm crashing, so it doesn't matter if I'm the the last one there. If I wasn't crashing, it might be a different story. Ah, you'll be fine, mate. It's all good. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, though. Yeah, me too. It should be good. Yeah, well, I reckon it's nine months since we've caught up actually in person. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, because I reckon it was the last Frame the State gig on the 13th of March, I reckon. But, no, it'll be good and... um, yeah, it's hard to believe we're almost into 2021. Yeah, thank God for that, right? <laughs> I think everyone's like that. They're just sort of like, oh, can we just forget about 2020? It's been the worst year for everyone. Let's just oh, put it behind us. 
it's it's yeah it's 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 fucked like it's been such a rough year oh, I'm so, every time you think it goes away the coronavirus it just comes back like in new south wales at the moment what 50 cases now it's, yeah yeah it's blowing up again which is not ideal no I, as I long as all it is yeah so um just so this is obviously the podcast I'm doing. So Dan Churchgood, a good mate of mine, front and a friend of the state, uh, best mates with his brother, of course, and also know a few other people that Dan is associated with. But I'm very intrigued to hear about this Palace Under Graves, the new side project you're getting into. Yeah, it's... um, It's... Uh... Yeah, so basically what ended up happening um, what ended up happening was I sort of wanted to start – I wanted to keep writing. And there's a couple of things. So, I mean, we write a lot very quickly. Yep. Um, which is great, but it means we're never going to get to release everything. Obviously, um, yeah. Um, as a band, we're a very, very tight unit. We yep. write really, really – like we work very well together. Um, but the other, the other thing – too is that some of the stuff i i didn't think it was right for for the band for um yeah for yeah i I felt like it was stuff that um it's it's stuff that like you know it's it's cool but i feel like it it might it might not be in line with what we do currently and so i just wanted to have sort of a second outlet and one that i wasn't one that wasn't really reliant on other people because at the moment it's just really me Oh, so it's um, sort of just you doing the stuff with Palace Under Graves at the moment. Yeah, I think Dan's gonna Dan's like thinking about jumping in and doing some guitar work too. Oh, for the yeah. most part, my my it's just me for the most part at the moment. Just um just because like I you know, I wanted to be able to sort of do my own thing at my own pace too. Yeah. Um like sometimes like especially when you're working with four with four people, um um, basically what ends up happening is the, um, is like with the, when you're writing stuff, like you might be ready to go, you might be red hot to go and all that sort of stuff. And you've got all this stuff that, that you're all, you know, wanting to put out, but you've all got to work with each other at the same pace and basically get it all out and get it all done. Yeah. And sometimes that can, sometimes that means that, you know, you're going to have a backlog of things. Um, yeah. Unreleased and there, and there all the stuff. Exactly. And what, what was frustrating was there was some stuff that I was writing, which was really good, but it just wasn't really for us. Okay. Like it would, it would make no sense for us to release it with the other stuff that we're about to release. Like it's just completely different. Oh, yep. So, um, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just given me a bit of flexibility really. Yeah. Um, But it'll be around the same, it'll be around the same sort of, um, what do you call it? The the same sort of like area, like sort of still like a metal punk sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. As yeah, well, well actually, you're not. Well, I still call you friend of state, but you have obviously changed your name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we'll be called Ransom Review moving forwards, but we haven't. I reckon it really rolls off the tongue. I always thought friend of state rolled off the tongue really well. But Ransom Review definitely rolls off the tongue pretty well. Well, I think that the idea was there's there's a a couple of things. So, like, basically, 
first of all, I mean, obviously, like we throughout lockdown, we really started to write more as a band. Yep. So we we weren't as cohesive, um, like with the earlier stuff, just because it was written it was written at a time with a different singer um, yeah. in mind and sort of playing towards their skill set. There was a it was written at a different time when we were sort of like all in different spots emotionally. Like the whole reason I started Frame the State in the first place was because I wanted to do stuff. I wanted to play music, but I didn't want to be come with the emotional vulnerability that comes with writing and and fronting. Yep. But then pretty quickly I was writing music anyway. Um, yep. So me and Dan were the ones writing 99% of the, the songs. Yeah, at that time, it's a bit it's a bit more balanced now. But um, but at the time, yeah, it was. And then, basically, what ended up happening, like, is the the guy who was singing at the time would basically come in and then just sort of, uh, do his thing. Um, but basically, we now we're sort of headed in a different area. The last thing that like when we when I created Frame the State, it was more of a punk band. Yep, it, it wasn't a. It wasn't a um. Like, I, I guess I'd call it more metal now, hey? Yeah. Well, just saying that snippet I saw that you posted in my messenger sort of seemed a lot heavier than sort of frame the states punk emo genre sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit different. It's a bit yeah. different. So um, hopefully it'll, hopefully it'll, like it'll be, yeah, well received. Um, some of the stuff that I've shown and I'll flick you some stuff once it's finished. Um, some new stuff, which is very different. Yeah, I'm certainly gonna enjoy that. And as soon as it gets sort of released and all that, it'll go straight on the radio show, whenever that may be. Well, we're initially aiming for next week, but that's not going to happen. Um, it's just, yeah, I think the world started turning very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, so sort of everyone's had to sort of catch back up. But, yeah. So what we've ended up what we've ended up doing now is just basically going, okay, cool. Um, it's basically, going, all right, cool. Let's just get our bits down and then we'll go from there. Like I know Dan's going to be in the studio Yep. next week doing some stuff. So I'll certainly come down and do that with him. Um, the vocal style for me has changed a lot too. Yeah. So it's more, I guess it's a bit harsher now. Yep. Um, I think like one of the things that sort of changed for us was that um, one of the things that changed for us was after we switched it up and everything like that, obviously we, you know, we got a different drummer who's a much better drummer than me. Austin. Um, he's got yep. much, yeah. So Austin, he's a, he's a much better drummer. Um, and so, yeah, he started doing that and everything like that. Um, and so that sort of changed a little bit of the rhythm stuff with us as well. And then, I was singing very clean vocals and I didn't, I don't know, it just didn't sound like it really fit with the music as much as it could have. Nah. Um, so, so taking inspiration from bands like Architects and Bringing the yeah. Horizon and just having that sort of harsher vocal style. Yeah, the really heavy UK metal sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, which has been cool. It's been challenging. Yeah, I can imagine it would have been. Uh, we had a rehearsal on Friday night and I was by 11 p.m., I was sort of lying on this oh, 10 p.m. Actually, I think we finished up. Sorry. So it was only a few hours and I was lying on the floor like, oh my God. <laughs> this is sort of 
practice, practice, practice. And it's sort of like by the end of it, you just, yeah. Just exhausted, man. Exhausted. exhausted. It, was, it, was, it, was, it was a good time. And the band's in a really good spot now. They're yeah. writing together really well. The sort of stuff we write about's changed a lot too. It's okay. like, it's less emotional. It's more like the lyrics are more punk. Yep. Like the very angry lyrics, but they're not like, you know, oh, you broke my heart, blah, 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 sort of shit. Yeah. You know, we're not, we've not really done any love songs or anything like that. No. Which I'm fine with. I know <laughs> I know. Dan wants to do some love songs, which he's actually written a very cool one. Okay. Um, so, but, um, but I don't know. I think like, I think um, the, the subject's pretty well covered. Yep. But yeah. And hopefully, like, you guys can start touring again. Like, obviously, because of restrictions and venues not being open a lot, you haven't been able to tour since probably March. Yeah. But um, I see um, 8 Counter doing a gig on the 9th of January, I think at the Bendigo Hotel, I think it is. Or somewhere in Melbourne. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, they are. And I just looked at it like it had to be on the day of my birthday, didn't it? And I was just yeah. like, how am I going to fit in both of those in one day? And it's like, oh, I was going to buy tickets and then I saw that it was for your birthday. I was like, oh, yep. Oh, you can go, Dan. I'm not offended. God. No, 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 no. Oh, God. There will, be, there will be other gigs. <laughs> There will be other gigs, brother. It's all G. I, I, I know, but what I what I'm saying, and I've said this to your brother as well. I don't. Jake is coming to the birthday, as far as I know. But if Jake pulls out and wants to go to the eight count, I'm not going to hold it against anyone for going to a nah, gig. I'm sure. It'll, nah, nah, it's all good. Don't stress, bro. Oh, right, fine. I'm just saying you can. Go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think a, nah, it's awesome. it's all good. I appreciate that. <laughs> So, yeah, so on New Year's, I've got your thing, and then a week later, I'm getting drunk again. Gee, I'm going to be wasted half the month of January at this rate. <laughs> but uh, all good. Uh, so I'm just on... Can you hear me? Uh, sorry. Sorry? Hey, yeah, I can hear you now. I don't know what's going on with connections and guests at the moment. This happened last Sunday as well, so... Ah, it's all right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what we were talking... Oh, we were talking about the eight-count gig and that mm, before. Mm. Yeah, so I was just like... I was thinking, like, I know people are coming here and all that, but I was thinking maybe of going down to it but if the if the tickets are nearly sold out then well if there's still tickets next week when I'm, i get or week after when i get paid i'll get your ticket and we'll go yeah all right yeah i'll get your ticket if, if there's if there's still tickets when i get paid next yeah because um yeah i sort of want to go and support and i know as you said dan there'll be more um gigs to come but you know as you know, I'm someone who supports local music for every yeah. band. So, yeah, yeah, and no, I'd love to go 100%. It's just um, a shame. Had, go, yeah. It's just a shame it had to fall on my bloody birthday, didn't it? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we could, yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's very good to see more live venues opening up. 
but unfortunately, if people haven't heard the news, Unify 2021 is a no-go, which is a bit unfortunate. But they're doing something next weekend. uh, Sorry, not next weekend. The weekend after my birthday down in Tarwan Lower at the pub or something, which I'm thinking I might go over. But but, um, just also on sort of... um, you were saying a lot of stuff about architects bring me the horizon as your clean vocals sort of stuff. A lot of people are having a different opinions on the brand new style of bring me the horizon. Like their last two albums have been sort of different to previous albums. Do you sort of base your vocals on their new stuff or more their old stuff? Probably some of the newer stuff, to be honest, because it's a bit more in line with what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but I think anybody who... I don't understand why they have a problem with the um, why they actually have a problem with his with the new album because like I mean first of all like I mean you, you see a lot of these um you see a lot of these people who get like really annoyed when bands develop and it's just like come on man fuck off like you didn't like yeah these this is you love these people because of the journey that they're having and and like the um the um like the the thing that gets me is that you get a lot of these people who are like oh um you know they're not the same as they were and it's just like when they first start it's like well of course now they're going to develop but then of course if they go back and do other stuff then people are going to be like oh well you know now they're going back and doing their old thing oh we've had this for it's like they can't win yeah um, i mean and like, yeah Lyrically, oh, sorry. it's very lyrically it's a very strong album so so i one of the things i really appreciate about this album is that um especially like so say uh, dear diary which i think is the opening track on that album um it is. Ba- yep. basically like he's just literally he's just he's just saying what we're all feeling about this year yeah um and you know it took him to a very dark place but you know he developed past that and you can't like yeah, like the the honesty that comes with that, and I think it's one thing to be honest as an artist when nobody knows who the fuck you are. Like me, for example, I can say whatever I want; nobody's gonna give a shit. No, exactly. No, like no one cares. I could, I could turn around and say that the Earth is flat and that vaccines kill babies, um, and sound like a fucking moron, and nobody would care. No, but so- um, the public eye is a very very brutal thing and i think when you're in a band like bring me the horizon who are arguably one of the biggest if probably the biggest post hardcore band um this moment they probably are. Um, yeah like they're honestly probably the best metalcore band to ever do it in my opinion um and you know for them to come around and say hey yeah like you know i've developed a whole bunch in the last few years but hey i've regressed a little bit because there's lockdown like that's yeah. real balls and you know a lot of people are really divided by it but also like these guys want to become more artistic i think a lot of people don't understand that or they don't recognize that when you get older you get you struggle with con- like not struggle with conflict but you have less energy for stuff like conflict and everything yep and i think that people don't really understand how um how like you just have this need to calm down you know and like so he did that for a little bit and then this latest album for him was a little bit uh like he sort of took a step back and went well actually no i need to be a little bit more um you know a little bit more fired up now 
Yeah, I think for me it's the album of the year. It's a big call, but I just think love Parasite. I think yeah. that song obviously. Oh, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. I'm I'm kill- I'm I'm double timing you by the way. I'm actually getting in the car while I'm talking to you. Oh, I'm thinking what's that noise in the background? Yeah, just just so you know, I'm just about to switch my hands free. Um, so gonna... um there we go. Then I can can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear you? Beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, you're driving with me at the moment. Um, but, yeah, so yeah, okay. I think... Driving and doing a podcast, that's an interesting combination. Well, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's 21st century, mate, and it's uh, the world. I've got to catch up on a six months' worth of stuff that I haven't been able to do, hey? Yeah, well, that's true. So the, the so I've got to become a got to become a bit more creative. Yes, I think we've all done that this year. Yeah. I mean, well, like Zoom maybe. I never did a Zoom maybe about now I've done like five. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think. Well, probably bring me to Horizon more than anything is. Everyone was so adamant that that's the spirit and ammo they were going too soft. And I think that's the spirit is still one of their best albums. Yeah, I think that's the spirit's a really good album. I think, um, I think as well, like what people had to really, and I, I, I don't know, like I could be wrong, but I feel like in the earlier stuff, like people were more interested in some of the one line like those one line um you know carry-ons like you know we'll never sleep sleeps for the week you know that sort of stuff those chants they were all for that yeah um and then you know what ollie's really done in the last few albums is just laying down the gordon and being like by the way i could write some serious fucking lyrics and yeah. um and he's done that and i think it, it took a lot of people back a little bit um yeah i Mm. That's that's my take on it anyway. I think what's one thing that you can never deny is that Bring Me the Horizon continually um, challenge themselves. Yeah. Like they challenge themselves a lot. And um and yeah, it's uh like yeah, the and they do it really well. Like I and the fact I'm pretty sure that that album was recorded in lockdown, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think it was recorded in lockdown. So, like, that feat alone is like to have these limitations on being together and doing these things, you know? Like, they managed to play so beautifully. And I mean, you've got to respect that whether you like Ollie Sucks or not. Yeah. At the end of the day, you've got this band that can work very well. Like, I know a lot of bands that I know that there are a lot of bands who didn't really survive the lockdown. Yeah, and um, I guess mm. yeah, I guess you know, being locked down for what five six months, it sort of takes away the connectivity between the band and to write music and write albums and that. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
And like, I mean, I know for me, I was at, I got to a couple of points where I was feeling really hopeless, just like, man, this band is not going to survive, not for anything other than the fact that it had been so long since we'd all seen each other. It's just like, yeah. what the hell do I do? Yeah, well, but it sounds like Ransom Review have survived the lockdown, just. Oh, definitely, man. And the stuff that we're starting to put together now is, it shits all over late. A lot of the other songs we're not even playing anymore. Oh, okay. Um, because it's just, it's just not the same. Like, it's like, like uh, there's this one song, Riot. Yeah. Um, so one that starts with all the drums and the bass and stuff. Like, we don't even play yep. that. And that was, that was yeah. kind of sentimental because it was the first song that we wrote. And, um, well, it's the first song that Jake and I wrote. Oh, so you and Jake actually wrote quiet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realise that. Yeah, when he was still in the band. Oh, yeah, because Jake started out in front of the state, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was in. A, he was our bassist. That's right. So, yeah. I think your brother told me something about that, but I've probably forgotten it already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was. Um, yeah, no, he's a. He's like the the fifth member of of the band, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And now we finished the. What was it? Eight week course with. Stephen or whatever his name is, Atriox, they did yeah. the eight-week band course, which would have been good. Yeah, it would have been fun by the sounds of it, yeah. 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 Um... But, um... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Don't you hate that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the time on radio, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, no, I think I think they really enjoy doing it. I think it's like a live performance. I don't know exactly what they do, but it seems to be fun. Yeah, yeah, and that, uh, Stephen or Steph, whatever his name is, seems like a pretty good band coach. Like he's done stuff with um, Stand Atlantic and several other Aussie big name bands. So yeah, yeah, no, he's. He's um yeah he's a nice guy. I chatted to him for a little bit actually. But, yeah. Yeah, because he was at the uh, he was at your gig at yeah. the Young Street Supper Club that night. That's right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good show. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> it was certainly fun. Yeah, yeah that was. Um, getting in the car with Dan after that show and like him and I just both sort of looked at each other and we were just like yeah I think we've got something here <laughs> like I mean you, was... you were at that show like that was crazy oh I thought that was an insane show actually yeah I remember getting yeah Dan yeah like we were just driving home and and he's just and like we just sort of just like we're just talking, we're just like, yeah, like I think I think we got a winner here. Yeah. That was it. It was it was kind of it was kind of cathartic too because we played a gig at the Suburb Club in December. Um, it was about this time last year, I reckon. Around was, about. It was a year.
year ago, like yesterday. Um, oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we played a show with our old lineup, and it wasn't a very good show at all. No. Um, and we were just like, like, I remember, like, like by that stage, we'd sort of gone, oh, maybe we need to realize things up, and then that show sort of solidified it. And it was a very nervous, it was a very nerve-wracking time because of losing, which unfortunately did happen, but there was a risk of losing friendships and all that sort of stuff um, by reshuffling. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it ended up coming out really good, and I think that was the, probably, like, that show for us was just a very, like, like okay, cool, we made the right choice. We did the right thing. It was worth it. Sometimes, like, in life, and I think we can all relate to this, Dan, that Sometimes we just have to be harsh and like upfront. Yeah, and it wasn't like we were really mean or anything. Just like, oh, you know, you suck, blah blah blah. Nothing like that. It was just we just we all agreed that it just wasn't working. And yeah, and, and sort of then I went and had the, that discussion with him, which was fine. Yeah, um, and that was that. So, if you don't mind me asking, have you and Jack sort of talked at all in no, the last few months? Or no, so like very briefly. So, um, I don't know if you know if you know if you, I don't know if you listen to this stuff or whatnot. But I don't know, but um, but yeah, like, I mean, like I know he's pretty busy um, with his like he's having he's having a kid soon. Um, yeah, I saw that Sophia's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, so I think they're probably due in January. Um, so yeah. you know, I'm sure that keeps him busy, and I wish him the best of luck with that. Um, like, one of the things he was always really keen on um, in the time that I knew him was being a dad. And I think he's going to yeah. be a fantastic dad, which is really cool. But look, unfortunately, no, we haven't really spoken since. I did, I did try um, about uh, probably in the middle of the year, I tried. And yeah. I, I think he was just, a, he was still feeling, a, which yeah, I, I understand, he was, he was still feeling a bit a bit hurt by it all. And he didn't see yeah. it coming in. It was just one of those things. So I think, I, I, look, uh, it looks like we've gone our separate ways. If, yeah. You know, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, but yeah, no, I haven't really spoken to him since. No. Yeah, I missed him. And, yeah, that's, that's fine. Like, it is what it is. I'm yeah, not, like... I'm sleep over it. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't expect you to. But, like, I had a similar case a few years ago where... And this is probably different to the Jack... Completely different to the Jack one, actually. Where I was a friend with this person. I won't mention their name for copyright reasons. But I felt like I was being used... Like, yeah. I'd take it to the footy every week and I would be, like, a carer. And right. then just one time I had I had enough and I told her, you know, I'm fine, you know, you can go to the footy and all that, but I'm going on my own. You have to get your own way there. And then it sort of got really ugly. Really? Yeah. And... I, and I, I've said this to several mates, like I've got another mate that, you know, has had 
past issues with this sort of stuff as well. And I said, as nice as you put it, you still don't know how the other person's going to react. Yeah. And it was, it was, it was, it was very nerve wracking because the guys all wanted to, so the guys all wanted to, to talk to him all of us at once. And I was like, yeah. look, that, that, I, which like, I understand why. And that was purely because they didn't want me to be the only one having an ugly discussion. Like they all yeah. sort of wanted to take responsibility for their part too. But like what I decided was, first of all, like Jack and I started it, like, you know, I, I hit him up and said, Hey, like, are you still looking? Because he hit me up a, a little while earlier and been like, yo, um, are you looking at, like, are you starting a band or whatever? And, uh, and I was thinking about it at the time and I just sort of like, yeah, I wasn't really interested. Yeah. And, and then, um, and then afterwards when I wanted to get back into it, I, I started to, I started to um, talk, talk to him about it and uh, that happened. So I was just like, look, him and I sort of started it together um yeah i think it's fair that if anybody's having this discussion with him it should be me um and also just didn't want to feel like he's being ganged up on because he's not going to be mm. expecting it um to a degree uh so yeah so it was yeah this is what it is it, it wasn't a, the discussion itself was actually fun um and i was actually yeah. i was actually quite happy to keep working with jack um yeah. It wasn't that I thought that he was bad. It's just I didn't think he was right for the band. Yeah. Um, and that was sort of the collective. It was a case of I was in a very difficult position. So it was just like, okay. And this is where he sort of, this is where he sort of became frustrated. Because I was in a very difficult position where it was like, okay, I can either, you know, definitely maintain this friendship but the other guys will leave the band because they were pretty done yeah um or i can you know do which because the guys had already been asked sort of asking me to start singing more and stuff because there was one song that i sang um then i was singing more and everything and i was like you know we did a fair few did it and um and yeah i was like oh maybe i can maybe I can still maintain my friendship and, you know, do all this other stuff too. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he, his, his opinion, sorry, his opinion was that the two were mutually exclusive and basically if I wasn't going to be in the band with him, then I wasn't going to be his friend. Which is really oh. Um, yeah, he, when I messaged him a few months ago, I said, Hey, look, really sorry uh, about the way things went um, I do miss you etc and basically just wanting to try and talk to him a little bit and he just said look I would never have done that to you and um, I, you know I would have I would have you know maintained essentially said I would have chosen my friend over the band and at that point yeah. um, well until that point I didn't realise that the two were mutually exclusive I personally would have thought that you know we could still be friends outside of it but that wasn't how he yeah. saw it um, which is fine because I guess in a way to me all that says now is that he didn't think that he could be successful without being in a band with me. That's the way I'm choosing to take it. Yeah. Um, that's the way it comes across. If it's like, okay, well, you won't be friends with me if we're not this band together, which means that you obviously don't think you can do this without me being in the band. Or at least without being in a band with me. Um, yeah. 
So to me, it just came across as more of like, okay, so you wanted something. And now that I can't provide that to you, well, so be it. The French. Yeah. Oh. Which is... I don't know. Yeah. It's something just I couldn't do because I don't have that main streak in me. And I know you don't have to have it. But, mm. yeah, it's just... Well, I don't know how you did it. It was hard, man. I was shitting myself because I didn't want to do it. And we actually, no. we actually agonized over a lot of different ways of doing it. Uh, like, yeah. we even talked about both of us being the singer or being singers. So... Um, we talked about like different options and all that sort of stuff. I said, maybe if we can find another instrument for him to play and the guys were like, well, then we're just creating another space for the sake of it. Um, and we're still going to have the same problem, which is we have somebody who's not up to the task. Um, yeah. They're in a different, in a different um, area of band. And so we just basically went, all right, fuck it. We've just got to do it. Um, yeah. And, and that was it. But, yeah, I mean, for me, it's not about having... I mean, you do have to... When it's something as important to you as this, you do have to sort of battle for it a little bit. Yeah. But, um, but it shouldn't be about having a mean streak. It's literally, which problem do you want to have? You know, and mm. it's, it's either I have this problem where I'm in a band with a singer who isn't working, um, or I have a problem where I have to have a really ugly discussion with my friend and it might not go um, the way I want. You know, I have to and so I was like, well, I know which problem I currently have and I'm not enjoying it, so I need to try and have it have it this way instead. Yeah. But yeah. What well, <laughs> well, that's pretty much just told the whole story of how it went down. And I, I haven't really felt comfortable with asking how it went down because I didn't want to upset you or Jack or whatever. Yeah. And look, dude, it's fine. Like, I mean, and Jack's welcome to his opinions. I hold him no ill will or whatever. Um, to me, the, the real killer was after we did a show, he decided to go and, you know, talk shit about it to a few people, which I thought was a bit rough because the thing is that we, like, we didn't like the way he sang. It was right for the band. But we never talked shit about it. We never went and bitched about him or anything like that. No. And it was, and you know, we, we, you know, it was only after that he finished up that we actually like announced anything. We didn't. We tried to do everything right by him, and so yeah, the fact that he, you know, and we tried very hard to think of a way to keep him in the band too. Um, yep. So it was basically. Um, it was like, okay, so I tried to do all this sort of stuff. I understand that you heard, but, you know, that's not how you deal with things. Mm. It is what it is, dude. But, yeah, I mean, he'll probably have his own thing that he'll probably want to say. If he, I don't know if he does listen to this or not. Frankly, I don't care. No. But, um, but mm. that's, that's entirely up to him. But, like, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it paid off. You know, we got a really good band now. Um you got Austin on the drums, you vocals, Cameron on guitar, and Dan on guitar. So yeah, yeah, and like they're all they're all working together so well. Like um, Cam and Austin are great together. Like they form a great rhythm section. Like Cam's a phenomenal bassist, and Austin, yeah. Austin's it's great because 
I haven't the thing I love about Austin and I haven't had this in a drama before is that he pays attention to the whole song and he listens to the lyrics and then he accents his drums to the lyrics um, where he can yeah. and he um, also like like I'll ask him for his thoughts on things and he'll be like oh he did this well this needs work blah blah and I'll ask yeah, him yeah so honest feedback sort of stuff well that's it like I want to do this for a very long time I don't want to I don't want to um, be, you know, I don't want to be sitting there going, oh, like, you know, I'm awesome and not taking on feedback or criticism because mm. whether or not I like it as an artist, I'm going to get criticism. Some of it's going to be positive, some of it's going to be negative, some of it's going to be constructive, and some of it's just going to be because somebody decides that they want to leave comments on the internet, like, fuck, dude. Um, yeah. But I need to be constantly receptive to criticism. Mm. And that's fine. I can do that. Um, yeah. I love doing it. I love fronting. I love performing more than I love singing. Yeah. Well, um, that's the two main keys in being a, in a band is if you love performing and you love singing, then that takes the cake pretty much. Yeah. And, yeah, we get good feedback on our live shows. Yeah, even if you do pick someone out in the crowd at every gig, but that person <laughs> should be more nameless. <laughs> yeah, it's only out of love, Sam. Yeah, I realise that, Dan. It's, just, it's like, can you go pick on, you know, Jake or someone else? I wanted, to make, a, love? Well, I wanted to make a point <laughs> to pick you out during that show because that song, Holding On, is you know, you're somebody that 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 song really speaks about like you know having that strength and carrying on regardless of what mm. so that's why i made a point to embarrass you so it's like hey this song it wasn't written about you but it applies to you and and it, and it does it does remind me of you yeah so oh. like, to make a point no that's fine yeah. i don't have an issue with that it's all right. I think hopefully my dad will come to the next shows. Um, so, oh, yeah. so I'll be embarrassing the shit out of him. Don't you worry. <laughs> Embarrass your poor old man. Gee. Uh, well, he's, he's not. He's not been to a show for quite a number of years. So. Uh, no. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's about time I went to a show of yours, but I've been to all three, so can't really do much more than that. Yeah, i got to get the ball rolling on them again. Hey, i got to talk to the guys, because I know Austin's talked about another guitarist and all that sort of stuff, just to fill in it a little bit. Um, I don't know what's oh, happening yeah. with that. Um, I'm not fussing the way. I think like, we'll be fine. But I, I know Dan yeah. wants to write some more complicated songs, which is going to require a second guitarist, I think. But we'll see. Yep. Well, it sounds like a very exciting time for Ransom Review. Oh, I did. It's going to be great. I think especially when we, um, I think especially like once we're playing shows again, it's just going to be a whole different thing. Yep. But I'll, um, I will send you the, uh, the newer, some of the newer stuff to have listened to. Oh, definitely give it a listen. Always going to support local bands you know that better than anyone probably yeah 100 no, 100 
that means a lot. Uh, speaking, actually, funnily enough, speaking of local bands and uh, friends and that, I was talking to Scott yesterday. He's apparently moving down to Bendigo. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's got a transfer with Ambulance Victoria, so he's going to be a paramedic down in Bendigo now. So, which yeah, is a bit of a shame, but yeah, got to go where the work is. Well, yeah, I haven't spoken to him for a few weeks, but yeah, just a shit because we'll be working with our cast bookings a lot. So, so you're officially part owner or part runner of. Our cast bookings with um, Jared, are you? Uh, yeah, so yeah, Scott's asked me to help out a lot more. I've not actually spoken to Jared at all. Um, I don't think I've had really? a conversation with him. Um, no, but it's not. It's not like we've been able to do anything anyway. But um, I need to get back on top of that and actually start planning some things. Yeah. Um, yeah, get some get some gigs going. The the hard thing at the moment is just getting venues. Venues don't know what they're doing at the moment. Um, I'm no. probably gonna start booking gigs well ahead of in advance for like March and stuff. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So Young Street's not open, I don't think. No, I don't think it is yet. I think they've got a no. Bendigo is. Yeah, I don't think Young Street is. No. But yeah. That's all right. That's Hopefully 2021 brings better news and better things happen than 2020, obviously. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I got a lot so, yeah. No, that's all good, Dan. So thank you for being on this podcast. No, man, thank you for having me. I love doing this with you. No worries. So this has been the podcast. So Dan has been on the last, it's nearly been 45 minutes. I just realised I've well, well, plus the other recording as well, so. Yeah, so a lot longer than I was expecting. Yeah. But, um, yes. So stay tuned for Ransom Review stuff and Palace Under Graves in the near future. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for being on the podcast, Dan. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for having me, man, and I will talk to you soon. I'll probably catch you on New Year's Eve, more than likely. Yeah, you will. It'll be awesome. Yeah. All right, take care. All right. Same to you, Dan. Cheers. Bye, mate. Cheers. Bye. Well, thank you to Dan Churchwood for the 45 minutes of talking. That's been really good. Always have time for Dan. He's a great bloke and a good friend of mine and I'm really looking forward to seeing what Frame the State, sorry, Ransom Review, I've still got it stuck in my mind, what Ransom Review and also Palace Under Graves bring to the table in the next few months and um, yeah, stay tuned because it's going to be exciting times and just um, on the two guests that I've had this um, podcast yesterday and today, um, really good influencing and also really good feedback on the podcast as well. And uh, Terry did a really wonderful job as well. And Dan, yeah, he's certainly a character. And But the thing I like most about these two guests I've had is they are never short of something to say and 
That's what they're both so good at. And hopefully in the future, once 3BRFM is allowed guests back at the studio, I want Dan and Terry on the show for one of the shows because, yeah, they're great people. And actually two really good mates that have been there for me during the hard year I've had. And same with Dan's brother, Jake, Murray, Cousin Rach, just everyone that has been so supportive throughout this year. And okay, there can be times where I might go a few days without talking to my mates and that, but if I need them, they're there. And I think Dan summed it up in that last message where, you know, what was it? Something about the, oh, the, this is a song that sort of inspired them, that it's a sort of about me. And I think, um, Dan, you know, had it not been for going to a gig, I probably wouldn't know him. And there's an interesting thing on Facebook at the moment. It's like, oh, what is it? Where would we be without music? And then tag the amount of friends you met at music gigs or festivals. And I just think the people that I've met at music festivals like Unify or gigs like, you know, Frame the State and all that, I wouldn't have met people like Jake and Dan. I wouldn't have met Sam and Scott at Unify. Just so many people because of music and gigs that I've met over the years, and I wouldn't have it any other way. And so many of those people I have a lot of time for and always there for me when I need it. And I think um, friends during this tough period of 2020, they've really been there for me. So thank you to everyone. You are the best. Let's get into this countdown before I start sobbing or crying, which we don't want to hear over a podcast. <laughs> that would really look, sound bad. Uh, we're into the top 500, if you can believe that. That's scary. So 500 songs to go. I guess the question is, what is left? Like, we still haven't heard the last four songs that took out number one in the last four countdowns. Still no Friday Forever Trophios. Still no Doomsday Architects. Still no Half Mask Blues Lazies. And still no Vice Grip Parkway Drive. So that in itself is exciting. But where's Blank Space by I Prevail? You know, where's Sorry You're Not a Winner? Enter Shikari. So this is where it's going to happen. This top 500 for me was one of the hardest to put together. Not because I didn't have enough of the songs between the 13 years. More the fact that I just can't seem to put certain songs in a position. I keep putting them in and then changing them. So this has got to be the closest top 500 ever. There are songs that missed out by one or two spots, like 1955 by Hilltop Hoods and Low High by the Black Keys. It is that close. Surely, just surely, there can't be a tie for number one, can there? First thing for everything, let's get into this countdown. I'm going to stop yapping. Here's number 500, 499 and 498, a band that features a mate of mine, Mason, a band that's up to their 16th entry, which is scary, and a band from Ballarat, Victoria, in this bracket.
Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 500, the band that is Outer Worlds with Collateral Damage, featuring Scott and Joel, who are originally in, of course, the band Who Seeks Vengeance. 499, again, 16 entries already for Motionless in White with Untouchable, and a 498 from Ballarat in Victoria, that is Nicholas Cage Fighter with Black Jackal. Love those bands. Haven't seen any of them live, but another two Melbourne or Victorian bands there. So the numbers are just growing for Victorian bands. That's over 120 now. Is there more? Well, you're just going to have to stay tuned to find out over the next few weeks. Yes, only 10 days till number one is revealed. What could it be? Emotionless in white. Where is Abigail? Where's Somebody Told Me? Where's Another Life? We haven't heard those songs in the countdown yet. Are they still to come? Well, you're just going to have to stay tuned to find out. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe, getting out in the sunshine. It was a funny old day today, weather-wise. Like, it wasn't freezing cold, but it wasn't exactly... A summer day. It was sort of in between the two. It wasn't, you know, winter, but it wasn't spring, but it could have been anything. But um, we're continuing the countdown of the top 1300 best songs of the last 13 years. Started 2007 to the end of 2020. This is 500 to 401. Of course, my special guest, Dan Churchwood, was in the first 45 minutes, which was great and hope to catch up with him in a couple of weeks. Anyway, let's get back into the countdown with 497, 496, 495, 494, and 493. Two Aussies, a band from the UK, a band from Japan, and a title track in this bracket. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 497 from Japan off their album, Ex Machina, that was Crossfaith with Catastrophe, 496 from the UK, You're in Love with a Psycho by Kasabian, 495 off the album of the same title, Godsmack, When Legends Rise, 494 Aussie metal band from Melbourne, Victoria, Bellhaven with Forget Me, and a 493, another Aussie band from Melbourne, Victoria, that was The Living End with Don't Lose It off their album Wanderlust, featuring Chris Cheney on vocals. I have seen two of the five bands live there, Crossfaith once at Unify 2019 and The Living End once, both very good live. Uh, Bellhaven, eight entries in the countdown. That's the most of any band from Melbourne, Victoria so far. There might be more to come from other bands, but at the moment, Bellhaven have the most. He Seeks Vengeance, funnily enough, a second with six. So they're doing pretty well as well. Uh, Crossfaith still waiting on a few of their songs. Like, where's Freedom? Or is it maybe just a bit too early in the countdown for Freedom, maybe? I don't know. It's just an interesting thing that's happening. You know, what's going to make the last 500? And so this is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Time for some shout-outs, I reckon. Shout-out to Jake and Dan, even though Dan was on my podcast before. 
A shout out to Terry, to Murray, Declan, Marty and Christine. Also to Sam and Scott, Trish and Chris, and to John and Jess, and to everyone that's tuned in on these podcasts and radio shows. Thank you for your feedback. Always appreciate it. Um, the thing I love is, the thing I do is that um, always take on board what people say, feedback and that with these. And um, yeah, just always listen to the fans because they are the reason I do this job. Anyway, let's get back into the countdown with 492, 491, 490 and 489. So a grunge band that have been around for 30 years, a band that wear masks, a musician that was born in South Africa but now lives in Australia, and a band that are up to their ninth entry in the countdown. That's to come. Okay, so in that bracket, then we started at number 492 off their album, We Are Not Your Kind, Slipknot, featuring Joey Jordson on drums and Corey Taylor on vocals. That was Slipknot with Unsainted. 491 from South Africa, born and bred, but now lives in Melbourne, Victoria. Eka Vandal with Running at People Exiting. 490, Super Blood Wolf Moon by Pearl Jam off their album Gigaton. And a 489, A Thousand Miles by Dream on Dreamer. I have seen three of the four bands live there. I've seen Slipknot twice, Eka Vandal once, and Pearl Jam once. All very good live. Haven't seen Dream on Dreamer live yet. Who knows, maybe somewhere down the track I might get to see them if they do this reunion tour that they're meant to, that um, of course was cancelled because of coronavirus. But um, Slipknot, Devil and I, and All Out Life, haven't heard them in the countdown as of yet, with Eka Vandal still waiting on Price of Living and Battle Royale. So it's going to be interesting to see if they make it. Mind Your Manners by Pearl Jam, we haven't heard. And Shine by Dream on Dreamer hasn't made an appearance yet. So what's to come in these last 488 songs? This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe and enjoying the countdown. This is 500 to 401 of the top 1,300 best songs the last 13 years. That's the start of 2007 to the end of 2020. Then next Wednesday, or this Wednesday coming, it will be 401 or 400 to 301. And then on Boxing Day, it'll be 300 to 201. Then on next Sunday, it'll be 200 to 101. And then Wednesday, December 30, the top 100. This is a countdown for the rest of it. You do not want to miss. Let's get back into it. We're 488, 487, 486, 485, and 484. A couple of bands from Australia again, and a band that's up to 11 entries all of a sudden. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 488 off their album Living Things. Linkin Park with Burn It Down, of course, featuring the late great vocals of Chester Bennington. 487 from Melbourne, Victoria, The Beautiful Monument with The Silencer. 486, Second and Sebring by Of Mice and Men. 485 off their album, Aya, of course, featuring the vocals, of course, of Winston McCall. 
That is Aussie Metal Royalty Parkway Drive with Fractures. And a 484, that was The Distant Blue by Architects from the UK. I've seen three of the five bands live there. Lincoln Park once, Parkway Drive twice, Architects twice. All very good live. Haven't seen the beautiful monument of awe of mice and men live yet. Who knows, maybe somewhere down the track I might get to see them. Um, we're talking about of mice and men. Where is the mountain? It's not been in the countdown as of yet. Is it going to feature in the last 480-odd songs? Going to have to find out. And same with um, Parkway Drive. We're still waiting on Carry On and The Siren Song, Prey, Vice Grip, Wishing Wells. None of them have been in the countdown as of yet. And with um, Architects, well, Doomsday, Black Lungs, Animals, you could go on with Architects songs that haven't been in as of yet. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you've enjoyed your weekend and stayed safe. Can't believe on Friday it will be Christmas. Scary to think about, isn't it? You think, oh, it's still plenty of time till Christmas. Then you realise the start of the week is Monday, Friday, it's Christmas all of a sudden. Just a little bit scary when you think about it. I don't know about other people, but where has the second half of 2020 gone? Like, it only feels like July was a week ago, and now we're not even two weeks out from being in 2021. Scary, isn't it? Anyway, let's get back into the countdown with 483, 482, and 481. Okay, so in that bracket, then we started at number 483, Aussie metal band The Amity Affliction with Chasing Ghosts off the album of the same title. 482, Christian rock metal band Skillet with Don't Wake Me off their album, of course, Awake. And at 481, James Hatfield on vocals and Lars Ulrich on drums. That was Metallica off their album Hardwired to Self-Destruct. That was Now That You're Dead of course, being The Undertaker's theme song for WrestleMania 36 this year. I've seen two of the three bands live there, Skillet once at the Forum and Metallica once at Rod Laver. Both bands were really good live. Haven't gotten around to seeing The Amity Affliction live yet. Who knows, maybe somewhere down the track I might get to see them. But uh, Skillet, still waiting on a few of their songs. Feel Invincible, Monster, Rise, Circus for a Psycho, Sick of It, and Legendary. With Metallica, still no Hardwired, so it'll be interesting to see if that makes it. And the Amity Affliction, no Pittsburgh as of yet. So I guess the cracks are starting to sort of see where these songs come in at in the last 500 songs. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's do a recap from 500. At number 500, Outer Worlds with Collateral Damage. 499, Untouchable by Motionless in White. 498, Black Jackal by Nicholas Cage Fighter. 497, Catastrophe by Crossfaith. 496, You're in Love with a Psycho by Kasabian. 495, When Legends Rise by Godsmack. 494, Forget Me by Bellhaven. 493, Don't Lose It by The Living End. 
492 unsainted by Slipknot. 491 running at people exiting by Echo Vandal. 490 Super Blood Wolf Moon by Pearl Jam. 489 A Thousand Miles by Dream on Dreamer. 488 Burn It Down by Linkin Park. 487 The Silencer by The Beautiful Monument. 486 Second and Sebring by Of Mice and Men. 485 Fractures by Parkway Drive. 484 The Distant Blue by Architect. 483 Chasing Ghost by The Amity Affliction. 482 Don't Wake Me by Skillet. And 481 Now That You're Dead by Metallica. Let's get into the next bracket with 480, 479, 478 and 477. And in this bracket, two Aussies and another title track already. Let's get back into it. Okay, so in that bracket then we started at number 480 from, of course, WA. That is Jebediah with She's Like a Comet featuring Bob Evans, a.k.a. Kevin Mitchell on vocals. 479 from the UK off their album of the same title, While She Sleeps with So What. 478, Half of Me by Yours Truly, Aussie punk rock band there. And a 477 featuring Jonathan Davis on vocals. That was Corn with Rotting in Vain off their album, The Serenity of Suffering. Corn's the only band out of those four I've seen live. Saw them once at Soundwave 2014. They were really good live. And, you know, old school Corn, you think Freak on a Leash, Blind, Got the Life, etc. That's Corn at their best. But The Serenity of Suffering is one of their best albums. Post, obviously, issues. Uh, while she sleeps, still waiting on Sleep Society and also Good Grief. Both haven't been in the countdown as of yet, so it'll be interesting to see where they make it. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 476, 475, 474, 473 and 472. Four of the five bands here are Australian, and the fifth band you would think are Australian because the name of them is an Australian animal, but they're not Australian, they're from the UK. Let's get back into it. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 476, East Gippsland metal band Ocean Sleeper with Running Through My Head, at 475 from Melbourne, Victoria. That was Recreate the Impossible by Vanishing Point, featuring Damo from Atriox, the drummer, he's other band as well. At 474 from the UK, that was The Wombats with Turn. 473, Luca Brasi with How to Make Gravy, the cover, of course, of the original done by Paul Kelly. And at 472 off their album Horizons, and that was Parkway Drive with the Siren Song featuring Winston McCall on vocals. I've only seen Parkway Drive live out of those five. I've seen them twice, both times a very good live. That's their second entry in this part of the countdown too. Parkway Drive, Fractures came in at 485, but that's also up to 12 entries for Parkway Drive, who, along with Violent Soho, I think Violent Soho have had 14 entries on the Australian front, so just ahead of Parkway Drive. But you get the feeling with 
Parkway Drive and Violent Soho. They're not the last songs you'll be hearing from them. I get the feeling they're going to be right at the pointy end of the countdown. I hate me like you mean it and out of sight, out of mind. Haven't heard from Ocean Sleeper yet, so it'll be interesting to see where they come in at. And same with the Wombats. We're still waiting on Lemon to a knife fight. Hasn't made an appearance yet. So I guess some of these questions will get answered over the next few shows. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Also, let me know what you think of the countdown so far and what songs you are hoping that are still to come in the countdown as well. Also, if you want to be a guest on this podcast, always shoot me a message through on Messenger because there's still a few shows available. So this Wednesday coming, I've got no one on. Boxing Day, no one's on. And next Sunday, no one's on. I know next weekend might be a bit more difficult because it's around Christmas, but if you want to be on the podcast, let me know. Let's get back into the countdown with 471, 470, and 469. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 471. That was The Great Unknown by The Ghost Inside, featuring Jonathan Vigil on vocals. At 470, No Wolf Like the Present, by At The Drive-In off their album Interalia. And a 469, guess what? Another title track and another band from Melbourne, Victoria. British India with Avalanche. I've seen two of the three bands live there. The Ghost Inside once at Unify 2020 and British India I've seen twice. Once at Falls and once at a pub in Melbourne. Uh, British India are doing quite well on the entries Wise as well, they've had 11 in the countdown so far. Uh, the Ghost Inside are up to 14. So, yeah, they're getting up there as well. Still waiting on a few Ghost Inside songs. Obviously, Aftermath and Engine 45, the two songs that stand out the most. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast. Podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 468, 467, 466 and 465 and one of these bands we've already heard in this part of the countdown. Okay, so in that bracket then we started at number 468, Knocked Loose with My Heroes, 467, The Rubens with Hoops from, of course, New South Wales. 466 from the UK, Architects, Day In, Day Out, off their album The Here and Now, and a 465, Aussie Rockers, Trophy Eyes, off their album The American Dream, that was of course something bigger than this, from Newcastle and New South Wales, seeing two of the four bands live there, Architects twice, and Trophy Eyes once, both very good live, Architects are really starting to put their mark on this countdown, They lead all comers now with 18 entries. They are going to be very hard to beat at the pointy end of the countdown, as are Trophy Eyes. I mean, they went some 450 songs into this countdown without having one entry at all. In the last 150 songs, they've had six. Now... That in itself is a worry to the rest of the competition of this countdown. 
if they are the band to watch, Trophy Eyes, I reckon, them and Architects, that could very well be the one-two shot. Which, funnily enough, the last two countdowns I've done, Architects have finished number one and Trophy Eyes have finished number two with uh, Friday Forever and Doomsday 1 countdown. And then the following countdown, the rules were reversed. Number one was Friday Forever, and number two was Doomsday. But some people are saying that it might not be Doomsday that takes out number one if an architect song does. Some people are saying Animals is the song to watch. It's going to be up there, I reckon, but are one of those two bands, one of the bands with four songs in the top 20 they have to be surely but i don't know haven't got that far into the countdown as of yet so this is sam saturday four hours of power slash sam's alternatives podcast podcast two of two hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe let's get back into the countdown with 434 400 no 464 463 462 and 461 guess what three of the four are aussies again they're dominating at the moment okay so in that bracket then we started at number 464 from canada that was silverstein with sacrifice 463 from east gippsland aussie metal band ocean sleeper out of sight, out of mind. 462, that was Birds of Tokyo, featuring Ian Kenny on vocals. That was This Fire. And a 461 of their album, What Are You So Scared Of? Featuring the vocals, of course, of Jenna McDougal. That was Thank You and Good Night by Tonight Alive, featuring Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. I've seen three of the four bands live there. Silverstein once at Unified 2020. Birds of Tokyo once and Tonight Alive twice. All very good live. Temple is one of the songs we're waiting on by Tonight Alive we haven't heard in the countdown as of yet. So it'll be interesting to see where that comes in at. With Birds of Tokyo, Lanterns we still haven't heard. And also um, Unbreakable. Ocean Sleeper, still no hate me like you mean it. And Silverstone, Burn It Down, has not made an appearance yet in the countdown. So it's all getting very interesting all of a sudden, this countdown, I reckon. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 460, 459, 458, 457 and 456. Here we go. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at 460 off their album Awake. Christian rock metal band Skillet with Monster. 459 Aussie metal band from Brighton in Victoria, not Ocean Grove. That is Ocean Grove with Junkies off their album Flip Phone Fantasy. 458 from Switzerland. That was, of course, Meshuggah with Clockworks. 457, another Aussie metal band from Melbourne, Victoria. That is, of course, 8 Count with Moving Forward. And a 456 Anchors by 36 Crazy Fists there. Seen two of the five bands live there. Skillet once at the Forum. 8 Count once with Atriox, Mistress of Misery and Emperor Moth. Both bands very good. Uh, the interesting thing there with Meshuggah, they've never featured in a, a countdown I've done before. 
That's their seventh entry. It's done really well. Will we hear from them again? I reckon we're going to hear from Skillet and Ocean Grove again in the countdown because we're still waiting on Ask for the Anthem, Beers and the Wrong Way by Ocean Grove. So they've got to be in there somewhere, don't they? But eight count. Um, of course, Harley, the guitarist of that band, um, it's good to see they're doing a gig in a few weeks' time, funnily enough, on my birthday which was mentioned earlier in the podcast with my guest, of course, Dan. And, um, yeah, it's sort of good that live music is coming back because for most of 2020, there hasn't been a lot of live music because of the coronavirus. So just good to see bands touring again. And I can't wait for next year. Like, I see Guns N' Roses are touring. So that's going to be big. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast podcast two of two hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe let's get back into the countdown with 455 454 453 452 and 451 can you believe there's a band in this next bracket that are having their first song in this countdown or any countdown and then there's a band that's on the other end of the spectrum with their 18th entry which equals architects now. Let's get back into the countdown. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 455 from Tasmania, their first entry in this countdown or any countdown. A band by the name of Save the Clock Tower with Sanctuary. At 454 off their album The Dark Pool, Aussie metal band Thornhill with Red Summer. 453.com part two, by Motionless in White off their album Creatures. 452 from Canada, that is Billy Talent with Surprise, Surprise. And a 451, Aussie Rockers Tonight Alive with Temple featuring Jenna McDougal on vocals. Tonight Alive's the only band out of those five I've seen live. Seen them twice, very good live. Uh, Thornhill, where is Coven? Where is Nurture? Still waiting on those songs at the moment. So it's going to be interesting to see where they come in at. But yeah, Motionless in White now up to 18 entries. So that equal amount of songs as Architects have had. Billy Talent aren't doing too bad in the countdown as well. But we're still waiting on a couple of songs of theirs. Like, where's Ghost Ship of Cannibal Rats and Stand Up and Run? I don't think we've heard... Oh no, we have heard Stand Up and Run. Sam, it's on the last page. Don't know what I was looking at. But anyway, it's going to be interesting because we're entering the top 450 now. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power slash Sam's Alternatives podcast. Podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Hopefully you've got your Christmas shopping done. I have. Just one thing I've got to do now is the thing called Wrap the Presents. I've got started, but yeah, still a few to go. But um, yeah, I think earlier in the year, it was hard to see that it was going to be a COVID normal Christmas, wasn't it? You know, back in June or July when we had 700 cases and now we haven't had a transmission in the community for 51 days or something, which is amazing effort by everyone in Victoria. But as you can tell, what's happening in Sydney Things can change in the blink of an eye. You think, oh, nah, COVID's gone. It doesn't go away just like that. So we've just got to stay on top of things and 
hopefully not a third wave. But um, as mentioning earlier in the podcast with Dan, I mean, we've had to adapt more to doing, you know, Zoom meetings or video chats, video calls, whatever it may be, because we haven't been able to see the people we've wanted to. And um, just saying earlier in the podcast that it's nine months since I've seen Dan. And it's like me and Dan have been in pretty good communication actually through lockdown. And it's just like, you know, New Year's Eve, you know, I think it's fitting in a way that Murray and Dan are the two people I will see the last two days of New Year's, or sorry, of 2020, because along with Jake and along with Cousin Rach and Terry and Mel and all them, they have been the two people that have seen me at my worst this year, more than anyone, but everyone's seen me that at times I've not been the real Sam because things have been going on and that. I am in a lot better headspace at the moment, I can tell you that right now. And I think, you know, just the thing that I find interesting is that I don't accept people, friends that are saying, oh, they're sorry because they haven't been in much contact. I don't accept that. I'm sorry to those people like Dan and Jake because they have been there for me so much this year. Same with Murray. So when they apologise for being distant, I don't accept it because I know they are there when I need them. And it's something that I appreciate and respect a hell of a lot with those three people, but not just them three, everyone else, you know. Um, I don't have a thing where, you know, I must hear from my mates every day because that's just not possible. Let's be honest. People have busy lives. They have girlfriends and that. And I just think, you know, the other week, me and Jake didn't talk for a week. That just, yeah, it's no issue there whatsoever. Jake's a, one of my close mates. And, you know, again, like Dan and Murray and Rach, etc. I know if I need to talk to Jake or need him to ring me, he will, because that's just the in, human being Jake is. But um, even Terry, like there's been times when Terry's just, messaged me and just said are you okay and it's it's might only be a couple of um words or a couple of sentences but that makes me feel really upbeat and I couldn't have got through that hard time without a lot of these people and you know there were times where Rach was worried and rang mum because Rach thought you know Sam's not a hundred percent and I think I look back on that now and I'm like, shit, that was scary. And pardon my language, I probably shouldn't have said that, but it was actually scary. Like, I couldn't believe I was in that place in early March. And, you know, I hope I never go back to that place. And I think that night I nearly actually, I had a horrible day at work and I won't go into much of it, but... I just wasn't in the mood to go. I was thinking, oh, why am I going to Young Street to go and see a gig? And I was just so down and in the dumps. And mum said, oh, 
so she sent me a text and goes, oh, so I've got something to drop off for you home or you at the gig. I'm like, no, I'm at the gig. I still went. Uh, I always am going to say this and always will. Supporting my mate's bands because they've supported me. I always support mates with music stuff, with gigs, with whatever it may be because, you know, I would hope that if they needed the help, I would do the exact same thing. And it's just amazing that, you know, friends, you know, you can go months without talking to friends, but you know they're always there. Like I saw Nick Stevens only a couple of weeks ago and I hadn't seen him in 18 months. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong. It's just that, you know, busy and different lifestyles and that. So I think during COVID has really helped, you know, being able to talk to friends, not seeing them, but just, you know, knowing that they're there. And I think, you know, everyone that has helped me throughout this year, whether it's been small, not so small, like bigger things, give yourselves a pat on the back because you guys are amazing. And I couldn't have got through this year without, so many of my friends and I just applaud everyone for that and you guys are the best anyway let's get back into the countdown with 450 449 and 448 okay so in that bracket then we started at number 450 from Japan that was cross faith with vanguard 449 off their album Tropical Hazards. That was the Lazies with Take Back the Town. And a 448 Aussie metal band, The Amity Affliction with Ivy Doomsday. I've only seen one of the three bands live there, that being Crossfaith. I saw it Unify 2019. They were really good live. But um, Take Back the Town, The Lazies. Love that song. Still waiting on Half Mast Blues and also Young Modern Lightning that haven't made an appearance in the countdown as of yet. Our cross faith, is that their second or third entry in this part of the countdown? I think it might be their second, I'm pretty sure. Cat Catastrophe? Yeah, it looks like their second so far. But um, also with the Amity Affliction, that's their second entry in this part of the countdown because they had Chasing Ghosts at 483 so they're doing pretty well as well this is sam saturday four hours of power slash sam's alternatives podcast podcast two of two hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe let's get back into the countdown with 447 446 445 444 we've got an aussie band that we've heard in this part of the countdown already and another band from the US we've heard in this part of the countdown. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 447 off their self-titled album. That is Birds of Tokyo with Plans featuring Ian Kenny on vocals. 446 off their album, This Is War, Closer to the Edge by 30 Seconds to Mars featuring Jared Leto on vocals. 445 off their album of the same title, Face Everything and Rise by Papa Roach, and a 444 South Town by The Ghost Inside, originally done by P.O.D., of course. I've seen three of the four bands live there. Birds of Tokyo once, 30 Seconds to Mars once at Soundwave 2011, and The Ghost Inside once at Unified 2020. 
All very good live. Uh, Birds of Tokyo came in at 462 with this fire. And of course, the Ghost Inside, they've had an entry in this part of the countdown as well at 471. The Great Unknown. But still no uh, still no lanterns by Birds of Tokyo. So sort of got to keep a bit of an eye out for that, maybe. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown of the top 1,300 best songs of the last 13 years, 2007 to the end of 2020. This is 500 to 401. This next bracket, songs that came in at 443, 442, 441, 440 and 439. We've got two Aussies, a band from Denmark and a couple of bands from the US in this bracket. Okay, so in that bracket then we started at number 444, Aussie hip-hop band Hilltop Hoods from South Australia, Leave Me Lonely. 442, Trophy Eyes with Hurt, of course from Newcastle in New South Wales. 441 off their album Disease, it was Beartooth, featuring Caleb Shomo on vocals, that was Enemy. 440 from Denmark, that was Volbeat with Seal the Deal. And a 439, King of Sorrow by August Burns Red. Seen two of the five bands live there, Hilltop Hoods twice and Trophy Eyes once, both very good live. Uh, Trophy Eyes, we heard something bigger than this at number 465. Did we hear another Trophy Eyes song near the start of the countdown of this part? No, okay, so they've only had the two entries in this part of the countdown. But that's now seven songs in the last 150 from Trophy Eyes. And as I said, considering they had none in the first 450, they are really doing well now. Uh, still waiting on a few songs from Hilltop Hoods, aren't we? Uh, still no... Cosby Sweater or Clark Griswold, Exit Sign, and Trophy Eyes, you know, Friday Forever, Chlorine, etc. But Beartooth, still no disease. So I guess we're starting to see what could possibly be left in the countdown and what's still to come sort of thing. Anyway, this is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives Podcast, Podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's do a recap from 450. So at 450, it was Vanguard by Crossfaith. 449, Take Back the Town by The Lazies. 448, Ivy Doomsday by The Amity Affliction. 447, Plans by Birds of Tokyo. 446, Closer to the Edge by 30 Seconds to Mars. 445, Face Everything and Rise by Papa Roach. 444, Southtown by The Ghost Inside. 443, Leave Me Lonely by Hilltop Hoods. 442, Hurt by Trophy Eyes. 441, Enemy by Beartooth. 440, Seal the Deal by Volby. And then 439, King of Sorrow by August Burns Red. Anyway, let's get into the next bracket with 438. 437, 436, 435. Another band that um, we've heard already. Actually, three of the four bands here we've heard in this part of the countdown already. Let's get back into it.
Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at 438 off their album AM, featuring Alex Turner on vocals, UK alt-rockers, Arctic Monkeys with Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High, 437 also from the UK, Architects with Daybreak, 436 from Australia, that was Thornhill with Nurture off their album The Dark Pool, and at 435, also from Australia, their third entry now in this part of the countdown, off their album The American Dream from Newcastle and New South Wales, Trophy Eyes with You Can Count On Me. I've seen two of the file, four bands live there, Architects Twat and Trophy Eyes once, both very good live. Trophy Eyes, that's three entries in this part of the countdown already. And also with Thornhill, they're up to two. Architects are up to three in this part of the countdown as well. They are just dominating at the moment, Trophy Eyes. Architects are sort of the band that are getting along with the songs as well. So Arctic Monkeys, that's seven entries in the countdown already. Still waiting on Do I Want to Know and also Are You Mine? So it's going to be interesting to see if they make the countdown. But also knee socks, we haven't heard from Arctic Monkeys. Mm, it's going to be interesting, isn't it? The last 430-odd songs. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 434, 433, 432, and 431. Okay, so in that bracket, then we started at number 434, The Ghost Inside with Faithful Forgiveness, featuring Jonathan Vigil on vocals. 433 off their album Fear Inoculum, that was Tour with Numa. 432, that was Devil's Calling by Parkway Drive off their album, of course, Aya. And then at 431, Polaris with No Rest. I have seen all four of those bands live, actually. The Ghost Inside once, Tool three times, Parkway Drive twice, and Polaris once at Unify 2020. Can you believe that? We were saying that Save the Clock Tower had their first entry in this countdown or any countdown. Tool have had their first entry in this countdown. More than 800 songs into the countdown. It's just a little bit hard to believe. Still waiting on Fear Inoculum and also Tempest from Tool. Polaris, where's Masochist, Lucid and The Remedy? Haven't heard those songs in the countdown as of yet. And with um, Parkway Drive, well, we've got songs off Iron like Crushed and Vice Grip. We've also got Carry On, Wishing Wells, Pray. Still haven't heard those songs in the countdown. So it's starting to get a little bit interesting, this countdown. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 430... 429 and 428. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 430 off their album, The Rhapsody Tapes. That is Ocean Grove with The Wrong Way from Brighton in Victoria, not Ocean Grove. 429 off their album, Awake. Uh, Christian rock metal band there, Skillet with One Day Too Late. And at 428, Aussie metal band, Diamond Construct with Enigma. 
I've only seen Skillet out of those three bands live. I saw them at the Forum a couple of years ago. Skillet, now that's three entries in this part of the countdown as well. They had Monster and Don't Wake Me. Ocean Grove had an entry earlier in this part of the countdown at 460, I think it was. 459, I was close, with Junkies. This is Sam's Saturday, four hours of power, slash Sam's Alternatives, mid uh, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 427, 426, 425, and 424. Another couple of English bands. They're doing really well at the moment. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 427. That was UK metal band While She Sleeps with Sleep Society. At 426, off their album, of course, Minutes to Midnight, and also off the Twilight soundtrack, Lincoln Park, featuring the late great vocals of Chester Bennington. That was Leave Out All the Rest. 425 from the UK, that was Royal Blood, Look Like You Know, off their album, How Did We Get So Dark? And at 424, The Lazies from Australia, off their album, of course, Tropical Hazards, that was Can't Kill the Truth. Seen two of the four bands live there, Lincoln Park once at Soundwave 2013 and Royal Blood once, both very good live. I believe all four of those bands have had a song in this part of the countdown, I'm pretty sure, or did Royal Blood not have one? I'm sure Royal Blood had another song. Okay, maybe they didn't, but everyone else has because, of course, um, with While She Sleeps, they had So What. Linkin Park had Castle of Glass, I'm pretty sure, somewhere earlier on in this part of the countdown. Okay, maybe they didn't. Maybe I'm looking at the other part of the countdown. Oh, I am. Sam, what are you doing with this podcast tonight? Lost the plot, I think. Anyway, this is Sam's Saturday, four hours of power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 423, 422, and 421. Okay, so in that bracket, then we started at number 423, featuring Ollie Socks on vocals from the UK off their album, That's the Spirit, Bring Me the Horizon with True Friends, 422 featuring Jeremy McKinnon on vocals there, Best of Me by A Day to Remember, and a 421 off their album, A Thesis, from Australia, that was Change the Concept by Dead Letter Circus. I've only seen one of those bands live, that being Dead Letter Circus, I've seen twice, they are very good live. Are still waiting on a few a day to remember songs, aren't we? We're still waiting on the downfall of us all, which is probably the one everyone's hanging out for. Bring me the horizon. Still no obey. Still no parasite Eve, Shadow Moses, or drown. So it's going to be very interesting in this next part of the last 420 songs where these songs will come in. This is Sam Saturday, four hours of power slash Sam's alternatives podcast. Podcast two of two. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 420, 419, 418 and 417. Okay, so in that bracket then we started at number 420, Stray from the Path with Beneath the Surface. 419 Aussie metal band North Lane off their album Alien. It was Freefall. 
418, Damned If I Do, Damned If I Don't, by All Time Low, off their album Nothing Personal, and a 417, featuring the vocals, of course, of Rue Reynolds, Enter Shikari from the UK with Labyrinth. I've seen three of the four bands live there, Stray From The Path once at uh, Unify 2020, North Lane once at Unify 2017, and All Time Low twice. Haven't gone around to seeing Enter Shikari live. Who knows, maybe somewhere down the track I might get to see them. Uh, we're still waiting on Sorry You're Not A Winner and Stop The Clocks by Enter Shikari. No appearance there yet. And with Northlane, 4D, Abracemente, just a few other songs off Alien, of course, we haven't heard yet. And Straight From The Path, like Radio, featuring Jesse Barnett. Haven't heard that yet. So I guess the questions are going to start getting answered over the next few podcasts of what's left in the countdown to come. This is Sam Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternative Podcast, Podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Let's get back into the countdown with 416, 415, 414 and 413. Okay, so in that bracket then we started at number 416, The Ghost Inside off their self-titled album that was Aftermath. 415 off their album Days Go By that was The Offspring with Secrets from the Underground. 414 Aussie metal band Parkway Drive with Leviathan Eye off their album Deep Blue featuring Winston McCall on vocals and a 413 off their album Fear Inoculum featuring of course Maynard James Keenan on vocals that was Tool with cunning, culling voices should I say. Seen all four of those bands live actually, I've seen The Ghost Inside once, The Offspring three times, Parkway Drive twice and tooled three times. All very good live. And apart from The Offspring, the other three bands have all had a song in this part of the countdown. Parkway Drive had Devil's Calling, and they had another song in there as well. Oh, the Siren song they had as well. Uh, Tool had Numa, and The Ghost Inside, they had Faith or Forgiveness and The Greater Unknown. So multiple entries from the other bands there. The Offspring have had a few in the countdown already still waiting on cruising california hasn't been in yet so it's going to be interesting to see where that comes in at this is sam saturday four hours of power slash sam's alternatives podcast podcast two of two hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe let's get back into the countdown okay so in that bracket then we started at 412 uk metal band of course architects with feather of lead 411, Clutch with a Quick Death in Texas. Then at 410, we heard this band only a few songs ago, The Ghost Inside with Dear Youth, off their album of the same title. And at 409, Come the Storm by Cross Faith from Japan. I have seen three of the four bands live there, Architects twice, The Ghost Inside once, and Cross Faith once, all very good live. I haven't seen Clutch live. I was meant to see them at Download this year, but of course, because of the coronavirus, Download got cancelled. But um, the Ghost Inside are just scarily having so many songs in the last sort of 100 songs. They're up to six, 
And um, also, Crossfaith are starting to make a few appearances in the countdown all of a sudden. So that could be a bit of a worry for the rest of the competition. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your week and weekend and staying safe. Only a few songs to go, so let's get back into it. We're 408, 407, 406 and 405 couple of Aussies and a couple of American bands. Okay, so in that bracket then, we started at number 408. That was Afterglow by In Heart's Wake off their album, of course, Earth Walker. 407 Aussie rockers Violent Soho off their album, of course, Hungry Ghost. It was OK Cathedral. 406 was Dead as History by the Dillinger Escape Plan off their album, of course, Aya Works, and at 405, that was A Change Is Gonna Come by Greta Van Fleet. Love those bands. Violent Soho, the only one out of those four I've seen live. Seen them once at Unified 2017. They were really good live. Uh, I get a feeling we're going to hear from those four bands again. Still waiting on Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet. Hasn't been in the countdown yet, as has um, no... Milk Lizard by the Dillinger Escape Plan. So, mmm, Hellbringer and Sky Dancer haven't been in the countdown from In Heart's Wake and Violent Soho has still got several songs to come, you'd think. So Sentimental, Like Soda, Viceroy Covered in Chrome, just to name a few. This is Sam's Saturday, 4 Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast, podcast 2 of 2. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and staying safe. Got a few songs to go, 404, 403, 402 and 401, and I'll come back and say goodbye. Okay, so in that bracket there, to end the podcast, at 404, that was As I Lay Dying with The Sound of Truth. 403, Pennywise with Thanksgiving. 402, Aussie Rockers, Dead Les Circus, off their album The Catalyst Fire. That was Lost Without Leaders. And at 401, we only heard this band about five songs ago off their debut self-titled album. That was Violent Soho with My Generation. Seen three of the four bands live there. Pennywise once, Dead Les Circus twice, and also Violent Soho once. All very good live. Well, we're into the top 400, so that means we're nearly three quarters of the way through the countdown and just under two weeks till number one is revealed. It's not that far away. This has been Sam's Saturday, Four Hours of Power, slash Sam's Alternatives podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Also, a huge thanks to Dan Churchwood from Ransom Review and also Palace Under Graves for joining me for the first 45 minutes of the podcast. Really appreciate it. Also, thanks to everyone for your requests throughout the countdown. I know there's still 400 songs to go, but, um, yeah, just the people have requested some songs through for the first 900 songs. Also, I'll post the playlist up on Spotify and Sam's Weekly Podcast Facebook page in the next few hours. I hope to get it done tonight, but it might be tomorrow morning or after work tomorrow. Just depends on how quickly I can get it done. Thanks for listening. Um, I'll be back doing my podcast on Wednesday from 400 to 301 and we're getting so close to the last few hundred songs. Anyway, bye for now. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday night and weekend.